Magic Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Love, Chapter 10. Love is something, if you give it away, you end up having more. Malvina Reynolds, 1900-1978. Every sincere spiritual seeker discovers at some point that love is the strongest power in the universe. Then we continue to rediscover this truth over and over. There is no end to the lessons that kindly love bestows upon us for growth in our awakening process. The goal of this process is the realization that we are love, made by love for the sake of love. When our consciousness merges into love, we are able to see the big picture the unity that holds everything together, then there is always a bigger picture to explore, for love is infinite. There is no end to life and no end to us. We are going to live forever. The only way to handle this fact is to relax into love. Quote, Life is as simple as living from your heart, letting love be your guide, your understanding, and your fulfillment. A Matthew Message, 2011, www.matthewbooks.com. Love feels so good that the question arises, why do people often have such a hard time with it? Well, for one thing, love is not exclusive. It will not let you get away with loving just a few people and pets. It wants to love and cherish all people, all animals, and all creation. And here's the kicker. Love insists that you do not judge or in any way condemn another being. We are meant to love unconditionally as life does, as the sun does, as earth does, without stint and without measure. Oops, this stipulation may appear as a huge rock in the road to self-realization. But she, he, did this and that bad thing to me. Those evil people cheated us. The forces of nature did us in. That whole race of people does not deserve to live. Love is the healing ointment to these kinds of situations. The fly in the ointment is the ego mind, which believes in separation. It wants love for itself, to trap it and hoard it, which, of course, is impossible. The ego confuses grasping with love. 
The spirit of love is absolutely free and allowing, all giving and undemanding. Its only agenda is more love. By the power of love, we are able to tame the fearful ego mind, understanding that it arises from a false sense of separation. The ego believes it must protect and defend itself, but it doesn't know that love will shield those with open hearts. When a person receives the sacred teachings from within or without, the emanation of love begins to weave a powerful, protective aura of light. One fine day, the ego gladly surrenders into love. Fear departs, and a world of peace and beauty appears to the open eyes and mind of the truth seeker, and the heart sings, Hallelujah. If you have ever read or heard any accounts of people who had near-death experiences, you know they almost always say that they were held in absolute love during their life review. On the other side, there is no judgment whatsoever. The person's soul self experiences all the positive and negative feelings they caused in others. By this up-close and personal review, love teaches us how we may grow into more love. Negative near-death experiences are due to a big backlog of unloving actions. Once light is accepted by that soul, it means it meets the love that underlies everything. Even before we cross over into our heavenly life, we always experience the fruits of our choices, thoughts, and actions. When we look at our current life, we are seeing a mirror of the thought energies we have put out into the world. Everything cycles around and returns multiplied. If we don't want to see some aspect anymore, we must change our emanations. We are creators endowed with all the powers of our creator source, life itself. When our actions arise from love and compassion, we will experience more of the same. Through nature's magical process of action and reaction, we come to see that love and goodwill are what works best for us, especially in the long run. If we let the ego grab what it wants without consideration for others, that act may bring momentary satisfaction, but soon the insatiable ego wants more and then more. The ego is never satisfied because it exists in delusional separation, believing it has to defend its territory. It does not feel or see the love that is patiently waiting for an awakening. If we think about long-term consequences, we will always choose the way of love and experience satisfying results of our actions. Love is patient, kind, and gentle. Love will never force itself on us. Fear is the opposite of love. One may say that hate is the opposite of love, but hate arises from fear. All negative emotions are rooted in fear. The fear-driven ego operates in the head. It tries to keep up a steady stream of noise that is sometimes called the internal dialogue. The aim of meditation is to stop that dialogue and quiet the mind. The spirit of love lives in the heart. When we feel real love, no matter what it is for, the feeling is always accompanied by a softening, opening, peaceful awareness. The more we consciously choose love, the more the ego is tamed and eventually absorbed into love. The spiritual heart is always expanding in an infinite universe. 
there is always more to love. Love brings out the best in us. An open heart is a happy heart. As humanity progresses into ever more self-realization, our hearts become fully open, shining like the sun. Increasingly, we grow in awareness that all of us share one magnificent, beneficent heart in one astoundingly beautiful body of humanity. Quote, go out into the world today and love the people you meet. Mother Teresa, 1910 to 1997, helped the poorest of the poor in India. Note, trust karma. If you have been a good person and feel life is not fair to you, there may be karma involved, or pre-birth agreements you do not remember. Please know that absolutely everything is done in love in this universe, and that someday you will know the truth of these words. Keep on keeping on. Trust in your higher power self, and never give up. Life is exactingly fair, and all will be revealed. Treat yourself and all life kindly. Forgive and bless your life story. Make amends when necessary. The practice of high magic will help you see the big picture. Note, karma is not punishment. Karma is a cosmic balancing procedure. As far as a soul goes off balance one way, it must experience the others equally. The balance of nature is always kept by universal forces that are guided by love. Love is the balancing force in the center of the scales of justice. How to practice love as a spiritual discipline. Ignore antiquated definitions of God and meditate on the saying, God is love. Next. If you ever believe someone or something is threatening you, here is a good technique for not losing your balance in the situation. Go into your heart. Send powerful beams of light to the situation. Send love and peace to the people involved. Do not think or say ill of them. This high magic works wonders. The situation will change for the better. Next, when feeling stress in the mind, take some deep breaths into your heart. Let all worry and concern melt in the warm love of your forgiving heart. At such times, you may benefit from using George Washington's mantra, all is well, all is well, all is well, all is well, all is well. Especially when things were not looking good, George would acknowledge the divine plan and presence and would bolster his faith with these words. I think, um, actually, George Washington probably got that from the medieval mystic uh, Julian of Norwich, who said, all shall be well, all manner of things shall be well. And that was then said and became very popular ever since. Next, make it a practice to be sensitive to the effect you are having on people. Ask yourself if you would like to be treated the way you are treating them. Next, we can all practice putting our attention in our heart rather than our head. Notice the difference. Next, Make everyone else's happiness at least as important as your own, because their happiness makes you happy. Next, open your heart to those who seem lost or stuck in sorrow, negativity, or suffering of any kind. Humanity is one, and all its members are equally deserving of love. Helping others to uplift their feelings is always a rewarding experience. Next, Read Eckhart Tolle's book, A New Earth, for methods of stopping the internal dialogue. When it stops, love 
remains. Ego, Chapter 11 Self-love is the simple appreciation of yourself as a work of the art of God. Apprehend with wonder your dog, your cat, yourself, and all other people. Egotism has no philosophy and doesn't consider the miraculous qualities inherent in all life. Jason Lauderhand, The Spoken Kabbalah. Let us face inward toward the light of all life, the great central sun-self, and orbit together around the super-dependable source of support. When our focus is inner, we can still enjoy the outer physical world and all the plays being enacted on the stages there. But if we focus only on the outer, we lose our anchor. Our mooring to stability is our attention on our innermost self. In order to enjoy the best of life, we must always focus part of our attention, intention, within, because that is where power comes from. The world only has whatever power you, we give it. We are multi-layered beings who combine animal, human, and divine characteristics in one high-functioning creature. When the divine part is in charge, the other aspects follow obediently. The animal body provides us with a vehicle for activity. Humanity gives each of us our uniqueness. Divinity connects us to the all, but it never forces itself upon our human nature. Each human being has endless free will choices. That means we must choose to align with our divine nature. We must train the ego to serve the true self. The untamed ego likes to imagine itself to be powerful. But it does not realize all power comes from the one self. When it does understand that support, it can relax. On the other hand, the ego imagines itself to be powerless and pathetic. This small, thinking itself separate self is out of balance. Whenever you experience a true sense of poise, you are contacting your inner self, your own central sun. The ego is very much attached to the human body and knows deep down that it will die. All fear of death arises from egotism. The limitless true self changes form but never dies. Deep down, the little self knows it is not all-powerful and it needs a master. The ego needs the self and cannot exist without the self. Nothing can exist without that. In the self is union. Egotism arises from a belief in separation, but there can never be any complete separation in the unity. The ego is based on a lie, the idea that it is alone, until it is absorbed in truth, at which time it willingly surrenders itself into the light. This lovely event is sometimes called ego death. The little ego does not actually go away, it still helps you to take care of things in the physical world, but now it is not trying to run the show. There is no more show because no drama is necessary. There is just life living itself in all its majesty and grace. Peace and love pervade the consciousness as truth dawns in the mind. Ego death happens when we turn away from belief and appearances and become able to see reality by the light of life itself, which is your light. Surrender of the ego usually happens in stages, but sometimes it occurs all at once. 
Either way, a realization dawns in the mind, a recognition that the screaming voice of fear is pathetic, pathological nonsense compared to the stupendous truth of reality. Ego death is an inner experience. Surely outer teachers are helpful, but your inner teacher, your true self, is always in charge of the awakening process. Quote, I am the center of expression for the primal will to good, which eternally creates and sustains the universe. An affirmation from the pattern on the trestle board received from the inner school by Paul Foster Case. In its original usage, ego means I am. That's in the Greek, of course, literally. In essence, this word is a name for the oneself. Ego is one of the divine names attributed to the heart center, number six on the Kabbalah tree of life. On the tree, this beautiful word, ego, with a capital E, stands for the oneself that lives in every human heart. The self at the top of the tree of life is named crown. Directly straight down beneath crown is king or queen in sixth position, the heart center of the tree. Your heart wears the crown of yourself. In a typical twist of meaning, perpetuated by the forces of confusion, the divine name, ego, was transferred to that petty little fear machine in the human mind, the small e, ego, that constantly pushes its me-me agenda. The magnificent heart of the I am was ignored as the ruling power within. The usurping little ego, who was supposed to help the king, took the throne for itself, placing power in the head rather than in the heart. This occurrence may well be the source of many legends and fairy tales, and true life events, telling this sad story of evil pretending to be great. But in the tales, the usurper is always vanquished, and the rightful king or queen is restored to the throne of power. It is a truly happy ending when genuine spiritual power is restored to its rightful seat in the heart of a human being. If you, dear reader, have a dislike for kingship in this world, please remember this story is just symbolism. Certainly, there is a ruling power within bestowed upon us by our source, our cosmic parent, the power that gave birth to us. We remain one with that. Despite any appearance to the contrary, the truth never stops being true, whether or not anyone knows or believes it, as we awaken to ourself, the real ruler of our lives. The whole mistake of so-called kings and queens ruling people on earth will completely disappear in the new age of humanity. Each being will be governed by the loving power of their own self. The small ego self sees itself as separate from the rest of life. Spiritually speaking, this separate self is a delusion occurring in the third dimension. It is never a truth despite appearances. The appearance of something is not the whole picture. No matter how many crazy so-called royal personages have called themselves our rulers in this world, in reality, there was always just one ruling power, the one self of all. Now, in the ascension process, we get to throw off every claim of outside rulership and return our rightful inner king or queen to the throne of our hearts. Every particle of creation has a distinct individual independent soul. Each part has its own inner ruler. No one has any right to rule another. 
When distinct parts work in harmony, as in the case of a healthy body, cooperative creation is the result. The universe is made to be creatively cooperative. If it weren't, total chaos would result. As just stated, a body is made of elements and forces working together. Planet Earth's natural system of components, the land, oceans, atmosphere, creatures, and so forth, is another good example of cooperating parts. As on a small scale, so on the large scale. Earth just needs her human cells to come together peacefully and heal the body of all humanity. Wholeness is health. The small ego belief in separation has caused untold havoc and ill health. Dear reader, just look inside. Connect with your heart's true ego I am and forgive the past. Reach out in cooperation to everyone you meet. A very bright future beckons in the age of Aquarius. <laughs> oh, I love you, Arissa. Quote, by our very nature, we are divine. Elizabeth Kelly, 1949 onward, though I'm not so sure she's still around. Priestess of Mary Magdalene and a near-death experiencer. How to replace false ego with the divine ego, your I am awareness. Whenever you say the words I am, be very careful to follow with a positive statement. Honor your glorious self. Next, listen to your conscience. Replace selfishness with love, anger with forgiveness, and self-deprecation with self-love. Next, relax, ignore worry, selfishness, and all negative emotions. Turn your attention and energy to creative work, helping others, walking in nature, spiritual studies, and whatever lifts your heart. Next, be patient. Practice compassion for your small self. Next. Do the following meditation as often as you like. Say each line slowly while sincerely seeing and feeling what you are saying. High magic meditation. I see my real self in my mind's eye. I am doing actions that make my heart sing. I am calm and self-possessed. I feel my oneness with all life. I love all beings without exception. My mind is at peace. My heart overflows with joy and gratitude. Life itself flows through me effortlessly. I am an infinite ocean of goodwill to all. Thanks for listening. More to come from the wonderful Granny Rainbow and commentary by yours truly, Frater RC. Um, I deeply miss our Monday Night Magic classes since COVID and uh, don't get to see Arissa as much on the property anymore. But um, again, finding out that she loved that I'd done some of her book, I'm doing the rest because it is out of print, sadly. Um, though I think you can find secondhand copies. I've tried to link them below. No guarantee if they're active, but it's a beautiful book. And her approach to the mysteries, as we must remember, is sometimes has these amazing gems since she comes from this oral tradition from Paul Foster Case, who taught Jason Lauderhand and then her. And um, 
it's nice to have this approach to the mysteries because not everyone takes or you know brings a lifetime of spiritual development to writing about these things. So, blessings, everyone. Hi, I'm Granny Rainbow. Thanks for listening to my friend Frater R.C. read from my out-of-print book, High Magic, How to Turn Your Lead into Gold. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, Golden Dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information to order any of its products, please visit www.hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk That's hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk And as a lot of you know, I've uh, talked with the publisher Lenny on the podcast before, including a six-hour epic uh, extended version on the Patreon, and uh, seen the fine edition of his new grimoire of Scott's Discovery of Witchcraft, which is only available for purchase up to 50 limited copies uh, till the end of May, I believe. So check it out now. HermeticScienceEnterprises.co.uk